Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. Today, you guys, I'm so excited because I want to share with you how to market and brand your new business. Now, this topic gets me super excited because I'm super passionate about marketing and branding. And this question was from one of our Facebook Uh, community members, uh, one of their questions that they asked. Now, if you're interested in being a part of our Facebook community, please go to facebook.com forward slash salon and suite businesses, and I will link that in the show notes today. So let's go ahead and dive on in. So why is marketing our business so important? Well, it's to keep your business relevant. It's to grow your clientele to attract your ideal client, and to share your brand and mission with your community. There's so many more reasons of why marketing is important, but it always needs to be on top of our mind when it comes to our business, whether we're in we're new in business or we've been in business for many years. It's important to stay relevant and to be on top of your client's minds all the time. And yes, it's like, a full-time job to market your business, but it's so important that we make sure that this is an area of our business that we put special attention and focus, time, and maybe money into, right? Now, why create a brand? Well, creating a brand is going to create consistency. You want people to recognize who you are. I mean, think about all the brands that you really love, like Coca-Cola, or Facebook, or maybe it's Kate Spade. Think of all the brands that you recognize. You can spot them from a mile away, right? You can spot them from a mile away. Why? Because maybe the color, the the font that that's used, maybe the quality of the product itself. It can create awareness, and people buy brands, right? How many of you are guilty of purchasing a shirt or purse because it had that logo on it? It had that brand to it. And you automatically thought, this is good. It's great quality. And I just love that, right? I'm that type of person. I'm not for sure if you guys are that type of consumer, but I'll buy something even if it just seems super basic. But because it has that brand, I just, I don't know, something in my mind says, this is good. I want this. It's high quality, right? You want your brand, your salon to have that same feeling for your clients, right? So how do we create a brand? Well, 
I'd like to say let's start with creating a brand identity here. And the brand identity is about choosing your colors, what images that are tied into with your brand, and basically come up with a personality for your brand. Now, maybe you've been in business for a while, but I think that it's important that we take a step back, analyze our brand, and see, is it speaking to the person that we really want to be attracting Is it cohesive? Do we really know exactly what our colors are? I mean, it has to be so specific. It can't just be the color pink. It's got to be an actual code of pink. I mean, if you do color, if you do makeup or hair color, you know there, there are several shades of caramel. There's several shades of blonde to choose from, right? So we have to get ex- extremely specific on what our colors are and make sure that we're using the exact same colors on all the different platforms and all of our marketing and advertising material. And for your images, the images that are tied to your brand. Like I said, when we look at maybe a magazine or we get an ad pop up on our social media, oftentimes we don't even have to look at the logo or the content. Oftentimes we just already know, oh, that is an image from uh, Dolce Gabbana, right? We kind of already identify that brand based on their images that they use. Um, think of things like Affleck. We just know what images those brands are using, and we want to make sure that we're consistent with the images that are tied to our brand as well. You want to create a personality for your brand as well. Like, what type of attitude do they have? Are they quirky? Are they um, very responsible and professional, or are they wild and edgy? You know, think of your brand identity like a person. And that's the type of content that you're going to be putting out when it comes to marketing and branding yourself. So really think of what type of personality you want your brand to carry out. Oftentimes, this may be just an extension of your personality But it needs to be super consistent on all platforms and all of your marketing material. Otherwise, it becomes confusing, right? It it might become more of a Jacqueline and Hyde or a Gemini, right? So you want to make sure that you become very consistent with that personality of your brand and make sure that it's on all platforms speaking the same type of tone, right? Now, In marketing our business, it's about growing our clientele. And sometimes I hear people say, well, I'm fully booked. I'm fully booked six weeks out and I really don't have room for any more of my clients and to attract any more clients. But I find that this is going to be a challenge down the road for you. Because if you're six weeks booked out, then I think that it's time that you raise your prices. And when you raise your prices, usually you want to raise it by a certain percentage. So let's say it's 10%. When you raise your prices 10%, you're going to have to assume that you're also going to lose 10% of your clients. Now, that's not to be a scary thing. It's actually a great thing because then it leaves room 
for new clients who are more willing and open to pay those prices for you. And you need to be continuing to market yourself to grow your clientele so you can continue to raise your prices. And it's that ebb and flow in your business. And it's a really great, beautiful thing that will happen for you. You know, I've been in this business for 20 plus years. And when I first started out, my haircut prices were $15. Now my haircut prices are $86. For some of you, maybe that's not a lot. Some of you, it is quite a bit. But going from $15 to $86, You bet you that I have very different clientele now than I did when I first started, right? That's a huge difference between $15 and $86. And I'm going to continue to raise that price as well um, as time goes on because I'm going to continue my education. My cost of doing business is going to constantly increase as well. The cost of my products and my color that I'm using, that is also increasing all the time as well too. So I have to continue raising my prices. And when I raise my prices, I'm going to lose some clients. And that's why it's so important that we have to continue marketing ourselves um, in our business so we can continue to attract new clientele to fill in those gaps. And, you know, people move. I think with everything happening this year in 2020, Now, I live in not too far away from Chicago. People are leaving left and right because it is just chaos. So people are moving away. And also, people are changing their minds. As much as you think that you love your guest and they are your best friend, you know what? Unfortunately, at the end of the day, business is business. And you don't own your clients They can make that choice of whether they want to do business with you, pay you for their services, or go somewhere else. In my town, we have over 200 salons to choose from. Clients have lots of choices. Why should they choose you? Obviously, the goal is going to be, what can I do that is going to keep their loyalty, keep them in-house, keep them coming and spending their money in my business? But people change their minds and you can't control that. The only thing that you can control is how you are operating business and how you are controlling that customer's experience. But by marketing constantly, you're staying on top of their mind. And that's an important thing because you want them to constantly be thinking about you and thinking about when they can come back to the salon. So it's important that you are in this constant mindset that you have to grow your clientele, especially if you're thinking about scaling your business and adding new staff members. And it's going to be a really awesome thing when you raise your prices, you're going to personally lose some of those clients. But guess what? Those clients then now can see your assistants or the other hires that are coming into your business. And it can have this trickled down effect where those clients will stay within your business because they have that expectation of what the service will be like, what that customer experience is going to be like, and they can stay within their budget as well. And that is the key to keeping those clients that you've worked so hard to market to and 
and attract them to your brand, you want them to stay with you. And by having those different tiers of pricing as well can be very attractive as well for clients. So that's why you have to continue to grow your clientele and be marketing to them. Now let's talk about marketing to your ideal clientele, your ideal client, the person that you love to have in your chair. Just think about the person that you really love doing their hair or doing their makeup. Maybe they have a lot of similar likes that you do. Maybe they love the vacation spots that you love. Maybe they have um, an obsession about a TV show or a Netflix show that you also enjoy. Maybe you love talking about food or maybe you love talking about wine. Maybe you enjoy talking about business together. Think about that person's personality and their likes and their dislikes and it really resonates with you and you really enjoy speaking with them and and you don't mind the fact that it takes four hours to do their hair because guess what? They're paying you the, the top dollar for your services and you love the before and the after pictures and they're always adventurous with their hair and they're willing to purchase the products that you recommend to them and they're really good about rebooking their appointments and telling your other friends, right? That's your ideal clientele. So why market to your ideal clientele? You want to be speaking directly to them and all the platforms that you're currently using, you want to be directly speaking to this person. So let's say that that person's Mary and you know exactly what she looks like, what she likes, how often she comes in, what products that she needs and she likes to purchase. You know all of her girlfriends, her family, her friends, and she tells everybody about you. And she also gets on social media and she tells everybody about you on that plat- those platforms as well, right? Like Mary is your ideal client. So when you are marketing, you always have to think about Mary and that you're speaking directly to Mary. It makes your creating your content so much so much easier because you know specifically who you are talking to. Don't speak to the masses because you're going to lose people left and right that way. Just talk to that one person and you will start to attract those marries back into your business. So it's that law of attraction, but you're marketing with really great purpose and intention. So how and where do you start when it comes to marketing, when it comes to your branding? I think that it's really important to figure out what your specialty is. Like what's your jam? What is that one thing that you would do for free because you love it so much But you're not going to, right? Because you definitely deserve to get paid for it because you're super talented and you deserve that. But think about that one thing that you're like, man, if I could just be foiling all day long, if I could just be doing balayage, if I could just be doing makeup all day, if I could just be doing extensions all day, what is your specialty? What is that secret sauce technique that you love doing and you really do it very well. And it's also something that you can get paid to do. Whatever that specialty is, I really want you to hone in on that because I believe that we have to get very specific about that one thing that we can be known for. It's going to be much easier to market yourself and be a specialist as opposed to uh, a jack of all trades and a master of none. 
It's confusing. It's brand confusion. It's it's marketing to the masses as opposed to being specific to marketing to Mary. So when you figure out that what that one thing is, what that one service is that you really want to market yourself as a specialist in, I want you to gather all the pictures that are specific to that technique or that particular service that you would like to be known for. I really want you to start taking pictures of those particular um, those particular clients that are receiving the services that you would like to be doing more of. Now, I don't want you to limit yourself because I do think that it's important to every once in a while throw out something that you're still capable of, but I want the majority of the images to be that one thing. So if you scroll through, let's say, Instagram uh, feeds that you're like, wow, this person is like a master at blonding with the beach waves, right? It does in a way look like they're using the same image on repeat, but they're very specific. They're very specific of who they want to do work on, um, exactly what they are capable of, what their specialty is. It is not confusing at all. You know exactly what type of client they are going to be seeing in their chair. And I like that for the fact that if you know that you want to be a blonde specialist and that you're doing these teasy lights and these, this balayage and you're really great at doing certain tones with your blondes, maybe it's about that finishing look as well. I want you to get so specific and just post and continue posting those pictures, those images. Now, we also want to know a little bit more about that ideal client. So if Mary's your ideal client, I want you to know exactly where she is shopping, where do they like to eat, what areas do they live in, and describe this person as if you know everything about them. Like you know their kids, you know who they're married to, you know where their favorite place is to go hang out, you know exactly what Netflix shows she's watching. You know exactly what schedule she's on with her hair and what trends she loves and you understand her personality and everything about her. It's just so much easier to come up with images and content that are specific to speaking to that one person. Because guess what, guys? There's going to be many more of those Marys and that one person that is going to be coming into your salon to see you. And it's going to be such a beautiful thing because it's going to be so much easier to serve that guest and create that expectation of what you can do for them. You're going to enjoy your work, right? Because you're focusing on your specialty. You're focusing on your jam, something that's making you a ton of money and you really love creating that particular type of look for for people. Think about what social media platform they are on. And I would love to dive into this a little bit more, so make sure that you tune into the next episode where we're talking more about social media. But what what platform are they on? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat? I mean, there's so many different platforms, but what which one are they 
on the most. That's the one that you need to spend the most time in. Are they hanging out in certain Facebook groups? Now, in my town, we have what's called Naperville Moms Network. And this this is a crazy Facebook group. And the fact that people will go to this platform, this Facebook group, to find out more things about where they should find a doctor, where should they have their their babies, where should they move, who should they bank with, what should they invest in. People are asking really personal um, questions on these and asking these local women. And I know my salon, we hang out there a lot because that's where I, our ideal clientele is hanging out as well. Um, but it's really funny how these women, they don't go on Yelp. They don't go on Google. They go to their local mom's area in this group and they talk to each other about who should they do business with, where should they spend their money, how to raise their children, what docs, doctors to see. And the list goes on and on of the different <laughs> the different things that they want to know more about that they are asking each other. So we know specifically who our ideal client is and we know exactly where they're hanging out. And so what's beautiful about that is the more um, either entertaining or uh, social that we can become on that platform where they're hanging out, the more we are attracting our ideal clientele that way. And I want us to be speaking as if we are speaking directly to them. So when you are creating a post and writing content or you're creating a story on Instagram or if you're going to be going live on Facebook or Instagram, I want us to be speaking as if we're only talking to that one person because that one person is that one person who wants to come in to spend all their money on you for your specialty. So that's where I want us to get our mindset to become, right? Marketing and branding, it's its going to create a solid foundation for a business for growth and longevity. Now, if you've been in business for a while, guess what? If you're the boss, you can always tweak it. You can always change it, right? I want us to become consistent as much as possible. But if something is off-brand and it's not right, or maybe you're not 100% sure on what your specialty or is or what your brand identity is, or who your ideal clientele is. You know what? You can always make that decision to reel it on in and get extremely specific. And so you can hone in on your niche, your specialty, what makes you unique. And guess what? You are unique. There may be a ton of competitors out there, several other businesses, but guess what? There's only one of you and only one of you that you can offer to your community and to your ideal clientele. So I hope that this was exciting, inspiring, to the point. So I want us to really analyze our marketing and our branding, especially if you're a new business, because I want us to really get very specific. It's going to set you up for success. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Happy marketing, happy branding, and we'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind, so I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey.